Welcome to the Agoracom Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. HPQ Silicon is a technology company specializing in green engineering processes for silica and silicon material production. They're making waves in the technology materials industry with their groundbreaking advancements in green engineering processes. For example, whereas silicon is the second most abundant element on the planet, fume silica is a versatile material with many application that holds a global market potential that just can't be ignored, even though a lot of us don't know that market, at $2.2 billion annually and growing. Now, more than just lip service, HPQ recently announced the successful production of commercial-grade fume silica samples through its proprietary fume silica reactor technology with the first samples delivered to a third party. And how were they able to do this? Why are they getting that attention? They hold a major competitive advantage because the proprietary protest generates up to 70% less energy usage uh, that significantly reduces carbon taxes for their customers. And why are we talking today? HPQ has signed an NDA with another leading fume silica manufacturer and delivering more commercial-grade samples for third-party review. Bernard, welcome back so fast, my friend. Thank you. Well, the fume silica project is is moving very, very fast. It's attracting serious interest. I think the moment we... Um, we we demonstrated that we were making fume silica of commercial grade, uh, the interest movement. And I always knew this would happen, but it's a question is you, know, you have to be patient. One thing I've learned is it's the right time when you you announce that you're ready to deliver samples. Uh and 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 that's and that's what's going on. It's it was expected. I'm very happy it were it moved. I'm very happy we, we've got it done. We delivered this. Uh, I anticipate that we'll be starting discussion with a, the third largest player in the industry uh, relatively soon. Although, you know, they've approached us, but they have interest for that in our battery work. So it's going to be interesting. Wait, hold on here. That's a, so the first press release, which came out, you know, last week of August, you talked about an undisclosed major global player and you, and you pretty much indicated it may have been, may have been the largest. Now yeah. you've got the second one. Uh, mm -hmm. what can, before we hop on to, I love the teaser there about the third, but what can you tell us about this NDA? Is this, you know, the second leading, uh, fume silica manufacturer? What can you tell us about how big they are? The second one, oh, the, the second one is massive. And, it, and it's, what's interesting is that because fume silica manufacturing is an offshoot of silicone metal manufacturing. Okay. Um, the first company we signed an NDA with really didn't wasn't involved in the silicone metal market. Okay. The second one we've signed is involved in that industry in addition to doing fume silica. And the third one is also involved in which we're in preliminary discussion, AKA they're running after me and I got to find time to talk with them. Um, and, um, and the third one is also involved into uh, silicone metal manufacturing and they're also very interested in our silicone anode material work. So it's, and I'm just saying this out there. So like a lot of people say that we're issuing fluff press release. No, these fluff press release, these, these press releases attract commercial interest. Where 
Where in the past, I would talk too early about where we are in our development process. Now I'm talking much later. In the, in the case of fume silica, okay, I started really to open up the van about what we're doing and talking about it. Um, the valves, not the van, the valves about what we're talking about once we had samples, once we had started to make material that was commercial grade. Same thing is the same thing is going to happen with the battery side and those issues. Let's talk about commercializing. Mm -hmm. uh, you said in the, you said in this you said while success is not guaranteed, these NDAs and sample requests hold the potential to form partnerships in our venture, which could manifest in different ways, such as commercial scale optic agreements or generating interest in adopting our technology. So that's kind of the second time you've mentioned this. Are you getting a, a uh, are you are you getting a higher level of confidence that it's going to end up in one or both of those? Because commercialization is obviously something shareholders want to see and the market want to see sooner or later. How confident are you? Because that's the second time you mentioned that in oh, a couple of weeks. I'm I'm very confident about the commercialization. It's just now that we're we're at a, st a stage where we have to start thinking how we're going to monetize that technology. Okay. Uh, is it is it going to be through um, basically uh, just becoming a producer and having off-take agreement and, you know, making decent revenue out of doing it? Or having somebody else says, you know, we'll take over doing everything. Here's a lump sum of cash that we can use then to develop our other technologies. Those are becoming strategic thinking points that I'm starting to have. I'll have discussion where we're going. Because the question always becomes, how do you monetize your technology? Uh, two questions, how much money you need to, to get it commercially going and, 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 you know, how much money are you going to make out of this or how you commercialize it? Um, I've always been of the opinion that the fume silica one would be one where the monetization would be more direct in the yeah, sense I've said that, that in the past too. So, and, and that position hasn't changed and the, the interest I'm seeing is there um, because it's going to be very difficult for companies to compete with this technology right it's gonna you know, they're gonna have a fine another way of trying to do that um and especially remember that we're we're in the in an area by you know where greenwashing and those issues are becoming very important our technology is there's no greenwashing you know it's not 70 percent we're cutting the energy it's 80 86 percent and the carbon footprint is going to be as about as massive so this is where we have a a massive advantage remember now that you know in, in, depending on the politics goals, but, you know, the, the carbon tax are massive in, into it. And by default, there is an indirect implication of the carbon, uh, of the carbon taxes that are, you know, that are going to be attributed. So our technology, as we say, it's a green engineering, it has value. And it's it's now the right time for us to start the thing to monetize it. And in our deck, we demonstrate, we show what our plans that we're moving forward. What this press release demonstrated, we're at, we're executing on this, and we're executing on all of our things. No, we're just I'm just talking more about true silica because it's it's fun. It's fun to be able to say, hey, we've made sample, we shipped them, and you're getting the attention of three of the largest players. I mean, that kind of third party validation. Because I always say this at home, we really don't know your fume silica competitive advantage. We 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 don't know. We obviously we see what you write in the press releases and we absorb that, but we don't know what the market's thinking, but you've got now NDA signed with two of the leading manufacturers and you're hinting at the fact that 
the third one is probably not that far away. Yeah. It, you, you must have incredible third-party validation in the fume silica space. Yes. And it's, it's, it's moving, it's moving very fast, but the, but the timing is all perfect. You know, it's like, if you think about it, it's probably going to take them because I'm looking at the time it's taking us for us to finalize all the validation of all the criteria of the material. Probably going to take them two months to validate them. And I don't think back. that's a long. I don't think that's a long time. Well, you know, for us it's a long time. You know, for some people, some people, twenty four hours is a long time. <laughs> well, I'm sure for some shareholders, it'd be like, have we got by the end of the week? It'll be we got the validation back. But I got to tell you, two months I think is short. I thought it would have been three to six. Uh, you know, so no, it's, it's, no you, have, you have to remember, remember, this is a commercial product. This is something that people understand. You know, it's like if it's shit, they know it in three seconds. <laughs> let's, let's put it. Let's put this mildly. OK, <laughs> shit, already, I would have already gotten the feedback. So is a major is how big of a how big of a role is the major competitive advantage that we've been talking about? The reduction in CO2, the reduction in energy consumption. And then another one that I didn't realize, I think this is new in this press release, traditional, you know, the traditional process gives rise to hazard byproducts like hydrogen. That's, 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 all, that's always been in, in, in our press release. What's interesting about fume silica, and I was writing, I was reading some, some interesting article about market growing into it, is that there's going to be more and more demand for it. The issue is right now, okay, Building up a plan to make more fume silica as capex in the billions, safety issues like you wouldn't believe. Our technology, small, modular, can be placed, can be ring fence. We have that's where we have a competitive advantage. That's I think that's what it let's be very clear. Interest from the major in this industry started in 2021 when I issued my first press release. But at least there I was smart at that time not to talk about it because I wanted us to be in a position where um, where we had product, okay? Where we, we would be able to deliver product. So once we started to make product, I contacted back my, my contact there and they came back to me and they said, okay, Let's let, let's see what we can do. Please, when can you send a sample? That's when the ball started to move. Then we started to talk more about our competitive advantage by a series of press release. Um, and then I attracted number two, attracted number three, which is about the same dynamic that's now going on in the battery space. You know, at the beginning, we talked a lot about what we were eventually going to do. Now that we're doing 3N in one step and we're really advancing forward into uh, silicone anode material production with the guys at Novasium, then people we signed in the air coming back says, okay, let's have more discussion. So no guarantee that anything is going to fruition. But it's just following a normal step of commercial toward commercialization, which is very interesting for, for, for HPQ. So, But the fume silica continues to be the one, I believe, and that's my humble opinion, that will be the first one to that we will be able to monetize. I want to talk about one thing. So I said we're going to come back to the battery side. I want to talk about the QRR and uh, and the pour. And there have been a couple of questions come online. You have actually an image, if you want to show us that, that kind of summarizes what some investors are thinking. So I want. Do you want to? Do you actually want to bring that up on screen? Uh, we both laugh when we saw You know, I'm going to have to give credit to the credit is due. Uh, let me put it here. Yeah, it's not your image. We know that. Uh, it's we not. Know in that. Your, no. As I said, 
I read for entertainment purposes what is done on the social media, but I don't really respond. But this one really made me laugh this morning. It's not it's not the first time I see it. It's the second time. Let's see if I can do a view full screen. Okay. Now it's it's just a it's just a funny part into it. But it kind of conveys the question, right? <laughs> I saw that earlier today, and that's on. It's, it's it, it, it made me laugh. It made me laugh. But, but the key point is... Um, By the way, whoever hasn't seen this before, it's kind of like QRR is the girl you were dating, but then Fume Silica walks right by you and Bernard's actually looking. So, you know, it's a funny way to convey that is your attention going to another pretty girl at the dance? So let's talk about, you know, Silicon for QRR quickly, just quickly. Do you have any concern? I think the number one thing people want to know should be should shareholders be concerned at all about the fact that we haven't had no. the poor to no. signify continuous production? No, 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 no. <clears throat> it's an R and D equipment, okay. And now my focus more is to turning it into a production equipment, which is not exactly the the same thing. Um, the key, the, the key milestone we were looking with the QRR was to make 3M plus material and that we, we reached that goal. We know we'll get the poor. It's not, it's not a big, it's not a big issue. My focus, to be totally honest, my focus right now, my, my focus right now is more on the silicone material for batteries that we're looking to manufacture because what we've learned over the, the year, okay. You now this year of the work we've done and the work Navasium has done is fundamentally that the QRR gives us an incredible competitive advantage being able to, to produce on a repetitive and on a stable basis the feedstock required to make silicone anode material. But what we've also discovered is that that feedstock okay, cannot just be material that comes out of the QRR, is, is, is made to the size required and then just plugged into batteries. That's not how it works. There is additional value-added work being done and which we know and we're doing it and we know how to do it and we're advancing on those things this is this is exactly like it is with the fume silica okay um in the sense that we did a lot of work underground that we came up and says we have commercial grade materials same thing we're going to do in the battery side we will at one point All just right. appear and says this is and, and i've said that in press release it says our our aim is by the end of the year okay to have a, a to have a, a battery material silicone anode battery material that we can that we can share with the with the world and it's not it's just it's just not going to be you know you know Joe blow testing doing it it's going to be like a, a recognized laboratory is going to tell us okay this battery does these issues in parallel to this the fact that we're doing 3n the qrr as I said has reattracted the interest of Company which we've signed NDAs with, you know, and they run the gambit from the big players to the the the, the exciting startup, and I want to start working with us to see if there's ways to uh, ring fence what we're doing for their production because it's a right now in the industry there's tons of gigafactories that being built, but they're all using Chinese made raw material, and that's not where the industry wants to go. They don't want to be dependent on that, so. That's why we have all an right. incredible opportunity. So it, all the blocks are falling into places. I'm, I'm, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't work the way some retail investors, some in, or actually institutional investors also think about. But the reality is that HPQ has multiple 
you know, as multiple verticalities that are advancing very, very well. Um, the fume silica is a demonstration of this one. This is one I think it can, we can monetize first. And if we do well, if we execute well on our plan, uh, the, the ultimate objective is to use the monetization of our fume silica to be able to advance the commercial scale of the other projects without having to do too much dilution at the time we have to start to build big and you're big playing chess. You're playing chess. Some people are thinking checkers, but I think Cheryl is going to be really happy to hear that answer, Bernard. And, th and thanks for addressing that. I appreciate it. Congratulations <laughs> on another great milestone, buddy. I assume Thank we're going to have you back pretty soon. The doorbell's ringing. The dogs are barking, so I'm going to let you go. Uh, thanks, okay. man. Can't wait to have you back. Thanks. Bye. Hey, guys. This podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap podcast.